Alright. <laughs> I saw the ice cube and I'm choking on it. <laughs> Rest in peace. It like went down the wrong pipe, but like it, it was in the pipe while I was clapping, and I was like, I can't. I, I think can't. I heard that. I heard I you go, there was a noise that occurred. Listen, I have to make sure we got the claps good. Unfortunately, uh, earlier today, uh, Tiago <laughs> was killed after he choked to death on an ice cube. Evidence has been provided to the police via the updated autopsy report <laughs> podcast, which is suitably ironic. <laughs> News um, at 11. Ooh, um, oh my god. Starbucks I think I, to blame. Do you think that could be like an Ace Attorney case? Is like podcaster is killed and uh, somehow the evidence is on the podcast? That seems uh, right for an Ace Attorney. That sounds like mystery. a poker face episode. Funnily enough, that is actually a poker face episode. <laughs> Uh, that sounds about right. The, the, the rest in metal one. Remember, they use yeah. oh, the yeah, the podcast yeah, yeah. ladies, the true crime podcast ladies, oh, to help yeah. provide evidence to the authorities. So, good shit. Watch Poker Face. Pretty good. Hello, I didn't see you there, Internet. Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsa Ben and Friends, where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two good friends of ours, Tiago. Yeah. And Rose. Hi. Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives as we play through the series, it'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Uh, Today, we have all played the first half of the fifth and final case of Ace Attorney Investigations 2, The Grand Turnabout. Uh, Summary time. Immediately after solving the case of Kay's missing memories... Kay and Edgeworth walk outside the Grand Tower and go, wow, that was crazy. Hope we don't immediately stumble onto another dead body. And then they immediately stumble upon another dead body, the president of Zhang Fa. Uh, seemingly crushed under the giant foot of Muzilla, Godzilla, but like a, a bull, on a movie set next door in an empty lot, several people are accused in sequence. First, Justine Courtney, due to meeting the president two days ago. Also, Penny Nichols and Will Powers are here and the young star of the film, John Marsh. Upon visiting Justine, who is in court, where Francisca and Ray are essentially play-acting so that Patricia Rowland gets a guilty plea, Edgeworth notices that Justine is acting oddly, as though she is trying to rush to get a not-guilty verdict for Patricia. Upon mind-chessing her during the break, he learns that she has A, been told that John Marsh has been kidnapped, B, that John Marsh is her son, and see that she is required to get an acquittal for Roland if she ever wants to see her son again. Edgeworth says he will find the boy. Also, Simon Keyes and Regina Berry are here, and I guess they offer to help too. Edgeworth and Kay then quickly begin to figure out where the kidnapper took the boy and rush to none other than Blaze DeBest's house after finding some evidence leading them there. Uh, There they find that Sebastian DeBest has been mistakenly kidnapped, and Edgeworth gives him the exact prosecutor pep talk he needs to amp him up. He still runs away sobbing. Then we return to the Grand Tower, investigate some more, encounter Shelly the Killer, who offers more cryptic advice. We figure out the garbage disposal tracking plan to figure out where we believe John has been taken, and also discover that Kay's badge has been bugged by the evil mastermind who calls us to brag. Lastly, Edgeworth returns to court to delay the proceedings long enough to rescue John Marsh from the garbage dump, and there we have an elaborate set of courtroom scenes as Sebastian finally comes into his own and confronts his dad in court. Marsh is rescued, and Justine is about to wrap up the trial when Shilong Lang, who has been here the whole time but I just didn't have time to mention him yet, uh, shows up and demands to bring Justine and Marsh out to the crime scene to interrogate them as his prime suspects for the murder of the president of Zhang Fa. Remember? That happened at the start. Anyway, this is only halfway through the case. Yeah. 
so a lot is going on in this case and it's good that we broke it up into halves because yeah we (laughs) this is like its own like mini arc within uh the case because yeah we've got (laughs) got a lot going on here with this president go ahead diaco i've got some stitch to say and if it's okay i'm just gonna jump right into it um let's do it go for it i have some shit to say too so uh here's my (laughs) thing here's my first prime thing um this case so when we talked about like breaking up this case in the two chunks i was like all right how I like to do the cases is that I reach a save point. I like play until I reach a save point and then I call it for the day. Um, I did not do this with this case because uh, there are only two save points in the first half of the case and they are like two hours apart. So I have to sit there for two hours playing this game with a little DS in my cramped little adult hands, burning <laughs> in pain. Um, why the fuck is it broken up like that? There are so many points in this fucking case where you could have had it to be continued. Why mm. did it have to be? Who's the director for this game? I got some shit to ask him. <laughs> uh, it's the same director as the previous game. Uh, I'm coming for him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I this is the one case that probably needed the most save points because there's so many situations that, which were like, all right, we're in the parking lot investigating Muzilla. We're at the Grand Tower. We're at the mm-hmm. courthouse. We're back at the Grand Tower. We're back at Sebastian the Best's house. We're back at, I'm at the, the Grand combination ta- Grand Tower <laughs> movie set. Yeah, I, like there were so many points where you could just be like, "All right, let's let let's let the gamer rest his hands and go to bed." I've the entire time I've been playing this game, I've never had to make a save in a position where like I wasn't at a checkpoint, except for this case. And I was like, "Damn, my my streak is broken." So you oh. haven't been living the typical Ace Attorney life, which is where most players will saving often just so save consistently. Con- yeah, they'll save constantly all the time I'm and save scum as constantly. needed. <laughs> if you make a little oopsie daisy, you get the funny text and go back. No, I've I've been uh, playing this as honest as possible until uh, recently, <laughs> until this <Okay>. week. Um, <laughs> that that was my first thing I had to bring up about this case. Okay. Uh, Rose, I feel like I'm going to pass the ball to you because I feel like what you're about to bring up is the same thing I'm about to bring up. I'm interested to find out. Um, So, we learned some things about Justine. Yeah! Um, mm-hmm. So, Justine is 26 years of age. <laughs> yeah. Um, her yeah, son, we had this issue too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her son is 13. Now, if you're like me and you have a calculator in your pocket, you pull out your calculator, you do a little math about the characters' ages. So if John is Justine's biological son, she had him when she was 13 years old. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will tell you Now the one thing... Or go ahead, sorry. Finish your I was going to say, now Thanks. it is entirely possible that there is more stuff going on here. Um, they have different last names, for example. Although they do kind of look similar. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, I was thinking, oh, maybe they're brother and sister? Damn. Right. Um, so let's see how that goes. But like, huh? Also, yeah, let me I offer don't... the context. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Real, real fast that from the Let's Plays with uh, Desi and I and Iroh, uh, Iroh predicted early on that very early on to be honest yeah very early on in this game that uh that kid at, we didn't know his name at the time but you know we saw him keep popping up he's like i bet that kid is justine's son and he's like i have nothing to go on other than character design but he's just it's like my gut instinct um and so he was very excited and very vindicated when that came out came up but then originally like we had checked the ages and we were like well that doesn't seem right that seems a little grim even for ace attorney like ace attorney even doesn't usually quite deal with topics that you know intense um that's yeah, I like don't, really dark i don't think this but, game would handle teen pregnancy very well right not that young especially so, not that young so we all kind of came to the conclusion at that time anyway during the uh during the let's play is that there's got to be something else going on like an adoption situation or that you know 
they're related in some other way. And she's just saying that he's her son because she has to cover something else up. Right. Yeah, it could and that's like, where we maybe, landed uh, at the time, and so we'll have to see how the rest of the case goes. Nephew. Ace Attorney can be dark, but that's really dark. A nephew, that's perhaps. Really... Yeah. Um, the um, math. Also, I don't like her um freaking out face. Same. I don't either. We just oh, need what? to. Her, like, her, her really fucking fucked up fingers and her weird breathing. And, Yo, her, and yeah, somebody her, is letting her, some of their. Uh, personal feelings into this character design, uh, like animation, a little too much, and I'd like them to tone it down. Here's that's, that's the word. Here's my my thing about her freakout animation. I would yeah. have been totally fine with like most of all of it, but for some reason, when her tongue sticks out, I'm like, I'm actually out of here. I'm, um, I, yeah, that there's that's... a lot of things going on that are too much. It looks like we can all say it looks like an ahega face, right? Yeah. Like we're all dancing around it. I'm not. I mean, yeah, it. That's exactly what it is. I, I just I want to get that on the record. It is, that's what it looks like, and all of us just like all of us as a society, including Miles Edgeworth, goes, "Hey, take it easy." Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, we, we, yeah, we reacted that way when we were playing through as well. We were like, "Uh, really? No, no thank relax you. I don't a want little this. bit, ma'am." And I, I yeah. there's also a little bit of like. Listen, I understand that this is a very common thing in Ace Attorney, right? Is that they have the cool, calm, collected, badass lady who's then also got a soft feminine side that comes out eventually. And so we do that again with Justine uh, in that, oh, but she's got a, she seems, you know, so rigid and all about justice on the outside. But when it comes to her son, you know, oh, she's got, you know, a soft, a soft side. And when she's, she cares about him so much, you know? And Edgeworth like says like, "Oh, her motherly side is coming out now." So it's just like a little bit like, "Okay, I get it. Sure, whatever." All right. Happy Edgeworth. Women's History Month. <laughs> Happy Women's who is History no Month. No mother figures baby. in his life. Miles Edgeworth does not understand women at all. Um, no, no, absolutely you, not. What it would be the wildest thing if like. So I I just started thinking about the meta narrative and was just like, what if this is all just from Miles Edgeworth's perspective and he just thinks she's making that face? Because that's like, <laughs> like I'm, he wouldn't But like, yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I yeah, no, I as soon as I saw the age thing, I was like, all right, two possible. Yeah, as soon as she said that, we went into the profiles and looked at all the ages again, and we're like, uh, there, yeah. there's two possibilities. One, adoption, easiest way to solve that. Bing, bang, boom. Two, uh, they're either lying about their relationship or they're lying about their ages. It, if Justin Corney's like 46, yeah, by all means, go ahead. Have your 12-year-old kid or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. This is even the crux of the goddamn case. This is right. just the most <laughs> affecting thing about it. And they specifically we, we... go out of their way to, to be like, oh, he looks like an elementary schooler, but he's not. He's actually 13. And that's like... right. So you could have just had him be like ten, and it would have been still bad, but like more digestible. A lot less. The thing is, is like I always these the things that they say for this kind of stuff to me with my Ace Attorney infected brain, I always feel like it is for a reason later. Yeah. Right. So let's loop back around to the uh, a little bit closer to the start real quick, just to cover some of the stuff in the like the movie set and the president being killed, which is weirdly enough, like, the yeah, we didn't really incident. talk about that because we don't super care about it that much. Uh, I like uh, just real quick called shot. I don't think that's the president. I think that's a body double. I. Uh, oh, I have we, a theory, too. Yeah, we, we, we also think that. uh because uh, we we talked about it multiple times where the uh lang says oh it's like he changed overnight like he yeah, like the he president became a different, became a different person 12 person. years ago yeah and it's like that's pretty suspicious to me yeah <laughs> right? this is not i mean are you the president anymore if you vanished 12 years ago and replace yourself with a body double i don't know right <laughs> yeah so 12 terms for 12 year term for president they have a different rule system over there in Zengfa. I guess. I guess, yeah. It's getting a little sus. Once you go, (laughs) maybe my American speaking, but once you go over eight years, I start to get a little suspicious. 
So, uh, we're we're recording a kaiju movie next door. Yeah. Are you excited? After you were hoping for some Steel Samurai related stuff, you still kind of got some rubber suit stuff going on here. Yeah, but I ain't no fucking Steel Samurai, so. Yeah. Will Powers is here, though. He's wearing the suit. Yeah. The monster's dumb looking. (laughs) No, no. You don't don't like Mozilla? I, I... It's a shame, man. Nobody here. (laughs) I like the Mozilla uh, Gordy poster. That was a sick poster. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. The poster's awesome. Um... We find out that the president of Zengfa looks like he's been trampled by Muzilla, and of course, a lot of heart goes, that's exactly what happened. And yeah, right. we, as the, the logical, you know, uh, prosecutorial mind goes, that's stupid, and moves on. <laughs> we, in- we investigate the area, we investigate that someone broke in, Lang shows up and is like, oh yeah, Justine did it because she's... I-, I, need to- I need to ask you guys about the timeline, because it says, two nights ago... Justin Courtney was seen going to the rooftop of the Grand Tower uh, building. Mm-hmm. Is that the same night where fucking uh, Kay got knocked out and lost all our memories? Did that happen two nights ago? No, I don't believe so. I think that would have been the night before. That was the night before. Okay, yeah. because so like... two days ago, it was before everything had happened. So it's been... So the entire... Like entirety of last case took place in one day, and then like moved on to the next. Yeah, okay, yeah. Got she it. was pushed off the tower and then woke up the day before, and then all of that stuff happened. So that was yesterday in the games period, and then now we're at today where all this stuff is happening. Yeah, that's. Wait, I I need like day, a day... fucking map. Okay, day <laughs> day one, Justine and the president meet on the building. Yes. Day two, all of case four happens. But you see, case four starts with, like, them stating, yes, Kay was knocked out the night before. So right. Kay being attacked would have happened the same night. Yeah, and she would have been dropped off there later that day or the night before. Yeah, uh, she, got her, she got her head injury that same night on the roof that the, the, the president of Jengfa and Justine were meeting. Or actually, I might even have it, I might even have it slightly wrong because... Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> now okay. that I realize it, we walk out of the building immediately after the end of Case Four, and that's when stuff starts happening for Case. Yeah, it's still it's the, same the same day. day, so it's actually the same day. It's, it's actually 2 p.m. the same day. The same day. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's my the... thing: is that like oh, you oh when Case Four happens, you start out, let's say, uh, on day uh fucking one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't say day one because actually fucks up the thing. Um. You start off on a day, right? And then you investigate Kay's amnesia, and you investigate, and you find out everything, right? But then you get arrested, and then they say, all right, your your prosecutorial hearing will be tomorrow, tomorrow morning. So we move on to the next day. Mm -hmm. And then it says, two days ago, Justine Courtney and, uh... Um, the Somebody president. go on the wiki and check the dates. Yeah, I like I I think that Justin Courtney and the president were on the rooftop the same night that Kate lost her amnesia because I think that's how the timeline works. Uh, let's see here. I didn't uh, think I need to keep fucking track of this, but this case yeah. is fucking killing me. K yeah, the April fifth is when Kay shows up in Edgeworth's office after yeah. the incident, so she got hurt on the fourth. She got hurt on the yeah, fourth, and April sixth is the day that the case five starts. So yes, so there is a day times passing in case four. Yes. So yes, theoretically, K being knocked out and being on that building left there could have happened. Could be around the same time, depending on the exact timing of the hours, right? Yeah, but it it would have happened that same night. Didn't okay. she meet with? The president at like eleven something at night, like it was almost yeah. midnight. Yeah. So cave oh falling God. would have happened before all of that, like just before all of that. We're having a straight up like almost Christmas scenario, like in from one dash, like right. the fucking timeline is killing me. Okay, anyway, I wonder. If, it's I wonder not if, super important. I wonder if any end, of these. It, it might. My my thing is that like I'm wondering if any of this is gonna like resolve in the second half of the case because mm-hmm. I feel like. That's gonna. That's a question that people should have. Is like, wait, they met when? 
Like, mm-hmm. was there a knocked out teenager like under the tree when they had a good discussion? Um, she fell into a, the the hatch, didn't she? Well, Pick yeah, but that was after she woke up after being fucking chloroformed. <laughs> so, like, you know. All right. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, continue. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I just, I, I like had a panic. I didn't have a panic attack, but I was like sitting here being like, the math. What? What is time? With the math, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're at the Mozilla so, set. So all, all this investigation happens. You figure out that the Mozilla head could have fallen on the president, um, and so uh, then the Lang is like, "Well, I think that Justine did it because she was the one who most recently met with him." Uh, so you go to the typical courtroom. cop coming to conclusions super fast. <laughs> yeah, so you go to the courthouse and you want to try to talk to Justine, but she's in the middle of a case right now. Court case for Patricia Rowland and uh, Francisca and Ray are here uh, as the defense and prosecution. And Ray is just kind of rolling over. <laughs> um, it's honestly kind of funny to just watch him go like, I whatever you want to do francisca go ahead he's like listen we get know her. she's guilty <laughs> like get my client destroy her get her, Fuck her up. um yeah i remember i discussed earlier when we were going through the patricia Rowland case that i would have been like all right i'll defend patricia Rowland because i think that she murdered somebody under the idea that she was going to lose her goddamn life but knowing that it was actually premeditated because she contacted Plays the best to like cover up shit means mm-hmm. that no, she was planning to murder him the entire time, which means uh, yeah, I can't defend that. That was pre that was that was murder <laughs> in the first degree. If it was manslaughter, I I, I could deal with that. Murder still, in the first degree, no thank you. Go to prison for manslaughter, yeah, but you know, probably a shorter time, and she at least got like gets her weasel with her, right? <laughs> now she doesn't uh-huh. get to keep her weasel, probably. I don't know, her this weasels, fucking, her weasels. I think weasels yeah, her are whole only... jacket's made of weasels. I can't believe they let her keep all the weasels. So many. <laughs> There's so many weasels. Uh, any fondness for, or any uh, any reactions, I guess, to the way that they have to now construct the courtroom scene backwards and to, like, make the current sprites line up with a courtroom scene, you know? It's all backwards. It it feels uh, like compared uh, to how the camera usually moves around in these segments. <laughs> I think at this point we were looking up on the the wiki the number of courtrooms that you're in and how different some of them are and how the other ones look exactly the same. There's like how many did we say? There's like nine courtrooms that we go between in the, between the first in, case and now, like the very yeah. first game and now. Usually, yeah. Usually, there's three primary ones that are kind of the main focus but yeah no uh, not this game we've already been in like four right they they show off more of the courthouse essentially throughout the rest of this game and the prior one mm-hmm. uh but yeah so i don't know it, no no strong reactions to this scene here for anybody i'm gonna let rose go i mean it's it's <laughs> a, i'm dyslexic so I get confused usually unless like I get a real obvious like this character is on this side of the screen and now they're on this side of the screen and I'm seeing it at the same time, you know. I think mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm with Rose. Like I hardly noticed the difference. I didn't even like occur to me that I was, was just different. like, just eh, it's a different yeah. courtroom. <laughs> my my lefts and my rights are really hard for my mm-hmm. brain to remember. It's it's not quite as jarring as the. I mean, obviously, like Miles Edgeworth cannot face left uh, issue. Where I'm literally mm-hmm. seeing his walking sprite like facing left, and then I pan in and he's facing right. <clears throat> like, yeah, why, why that's, is that? That's jarring. But <laughs> this was a, like a little bit more like I don't know if right. it has to do with like continuity of the fact that when you're playing the Phoenix Wright Center games, he's always facing that way, and they're like, oh well, the player character faces this way, so the other characters have to face that way. Yeah. Emotion. Um, I do like the idea that um, in the in the courtroom segment, we change the camera position so that it does look like... Because when you play as, like, Phoenix Wright or Apollo, your character is always facing the right. Mm-hmm. And so having to, like, set up the courtroom so that your main character, Miles Edgeworth, is facing the right is also pretty fun. 
Um, it's like the the benches are still aligned the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the the actual positions are all exactly the same, right? Judges here, you know, prosecutors and defense are on either side. Witness stand is in the same place as all previous games. It's just we're putting the camera in a different place uh, than we usually see it. So it makes things feel off <laughs> as a result. Um, and also, like, Justine is not we're not getting a straight on Justine Sprite, you know, so we have to draw the judge's bench from a three quarters angle so that she can sit at it correctly, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and also have the witness stand at a three quarters angle, you know, like all that stuff. I um, think it's strange that both the witness stand and the judge are facing the same direction when the camera pans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's the only thing that I would change is that, like, I would set it so that uh, one of them is facing the right the way. Yeah, but... I don't know if it's just the way that my brain works, but I've always imagined like when I'm playing Ace Attorney games that there's a, like I know you're playing Phoenix, but my brain always pictured it that like you are your point of view is a camera in the center of the room spinning around. Yeah, yeah, no, that's essentially right. No, you you've got it right. Yeah, that's so... how it should be. Never, like, I don't know, it just never, my brain never really picked up on the left-facing, right-facing thing as much as maybe other people have. I'm just like, Phoenix is on screen, I guess it's his turn. <laughs> Yay, my special <laughs> man, Phoenix! <laughs> oh. uh, so, yeah, so they, uh, basically, the evidence is, has disappeared, and Patricia's like, mm, that's a shame, <laughs> and, uh, of course, since we later learn that John has been kidnapped, uh, you know, Justine is like, well, we you don't have the evidence, so I guess we got to wrap it up and give her to not guilty. Sorry. And uh, you finally, uh, Ray and Francisca are able to convince her to take a recess real quick. And then uh, that is when Edgeworth gets to talk to Justine and mind chesses her and browbeats her into, <laughs> you know, revealing this information about John and that he's been kidnapped and also that he's her son. Uh, and that's when Edgeworth says, all right, well, we'll go find him. And uh, Regina and Simon also show up and go, well, well, we were hearing witnesses for this case. So uh, sure, we'll help search for a missing child too. They didn't need to be here. They didn't need to be here. <laughs> I um, Every time I see that monkey-faced bastard, I um, uh, Simon Keys can fucking... Just kill them both. Whatever. <laughs> all right. I'm sick wow. of the. I'm sick, I'm sick of the Big Berry Circus. All right. I listen. I'm the guy who actually sits here and likes clowns. Okay. And I'm sick of these two fucks. These yeah. two upset me <laughs> in ways it's that a very popular case in Japan. You know why? So that's, they why? get to come back. I. Is, Japan you know, is weird about clowns. Be terrified of them like the rest of us. Come on, everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Good point. I forgot about the clown girl in uh, arms and then the creator going, I didn't know that Americans are afraid of clowns. That's funny. Right. Haha, losers. Yeah. And then they just keep making clowns. <laughs> um, is it they... just because of it? Or like, what the fuck? No, we had John Wayne Gacy. They don't have John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy only dressed up like a clown for like a birthday party. And that still fucks some people up. I, and it it fucked up the American psyche bad enough. Just yep, apparently. <laughs> Imagine you dress up as a clown once and the fucking, like, entire psychosphere of America changes. You develop, right. like, a new trauma for the entire country. Uh, it, by, like, one guy. Um, yeah. So we have to go find... It turns out that there are two parallel kidnappings. One orchestrated by Blaze the Best to find John's son, uh, John Marsh. So that he can have leverage on Courtney. And another by the mastermind, who I don't know anything about, is just an asshole, I guess. Right. Uh, Blaze's men kidnap Sebastian. Because Blaze's men, to determine their kidnappee, asked one person, Hey, do you know Justine Courtney? The person says yes. Boom. Kidnapped. That was the condition? Yeah, just grab a random teenage boy (laughs) off the street. We're looking for a middle schooler. Looks at Sebastian Best. I mean, I guess. And then picks him up right. anyway. Right. Uh, I mean, and- that's kind of the reason why they said John Marsh looks a little older than, you know, his age, or younger than his age is, right? And also that Sebastian Yeah, they do say younger. a couple of times, too. So, they're like, wow, they, they, he's they, really small for his but age. But yeah, the confusion is not 
particularly. It's more just so that we can get this really funny bit of Blaze kidnapping his own son unwittingly, right? Yeah. And now supercharging his son's, like, I don't know what you want to call it, character growth. <laughs> yeah, we finally get, like, the resolution. Well, we get, like, a resolution to Sebastian the Best arc, which is we find him tied up in Blaze the Best garage, his own house. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has what is possibly the most, like, that crying sprite he has where he's, like, looking down and shit. Yeah, let's, that- let's, we were ta- shitting on some animations earlier. Let's talk about some good sprite animation. That's that- what I said. As soon as he started crying, I was like, that's so gross, Cora. Oh, yeah, I love <laughs> She's him. She's gonna love that, it. That one got me fucked up. That one got me <laughs> fucked up. I was like, damn, Sebastian, I'm sorry for accusing of trying to kill you earlier. Yeah, I, I've, your you're boys cool. having a rough go of it right now like holy shit yeah, <laughs> like so yeah. some stuff happens that's like legit like a buddy uh, i don't think things Takeshi are good is at finally home. saying you, you will regret your words and deeds for making fun of sebastian <laughs> i really did um, i don't regret making fun of him but <laughs> i regret i regret saying that we should have fucking brought him to the hague or whatever um i think that uh Sebastian the Best finally has a character growth here in which they're like, it's funny when Edgeworth plays mind chess with him, because Edgeworth just goes, alright, if I push too hard, I might just give him, like, a psychotic break here. He might just shatter. So, like, yeah. that's the con- lose condition, is that Sebastian the Best loses his goddamn mind. Uh, Did anybody mess up here? No. No. I didn't. I okay. felt bad. I felt <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, if, you, if you do, it's like an instant fail. Yeah, there's no like you just lose a little bit of your time meter. Oh, wow. It's no, it's it's instant for wow. any like mind breaks, and he just goes bah, and then starts running and cries and runs away. Yeah, you have to try and like not mind crush this seventeen year old who's just been kidnapped violently after finding out that his entire career and life path has been set up by a father who hates him. Speaking of mind crushing, that episode of. Mandalorian, baby. <laughs> hey, wow. I don't want to well, talk be, about it. This is going to come out like uh, like two weeks after that episode comes out. All right, though, so we're probably not spoiling anybody, but like, also, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, so Sebastian Miles Beth... Edgeworth knows how to use a mind flare. Is... <laughs> oh, like from D&D? Like from yeah. D&D. Like from Stranger Things. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Oh, so Sebastian Best, we help him get onto his good arc, which is he realizes that he wants, he still wants to be a prosecutor, but he wants to be different from his father. He wants to etch out his own path. So and, go back to school. Uh, I lo- and Miles. My- and do it for real this time. Miles is like, oh, you have to triumph over your father. You know, you gotta be, I'm like, Miles, this is bold coming from you. Like, <laughs> I remember uh, case more of. Game one, you uh, you're like, oh, Manfred upon Karma's prosecuting. I give up immediately, and I'm gonna confess to a murder I didn't even commit. But but then <laughs> Miles is just like, you know what? That man taught me that I had to be strong, and now he's trying to be that man mm-hmm. for Sebastian the best. You know, he is he is trying to help, and I thought there were some really charming moments there. That man that taught him to be strong was Enoch, not <laughs> Manfred upon Karma. I yeah, mean, I mean, anytime I they say that man in like it's, it's a Phoenix, slightly right. clunky way, it's Phoenix. It's Phoenix. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do think that this stuff is probably the best parts of this first half. Like the stuff with Sebastian in the garage, and then the stuff with Sebastian in the courtroom later. Yeah, like, I think that is some of the best stuff here. And the best. it's I was yeah, it's be- I was very charmed been, by it. Yeah, we've been setting it up all game, and we they bring it home, and they. You know, they pretty much stick the landing. Um, so you do your mind chess on Sebastian and help him out and give him some confidence. And he still Mostly runs away just screaming his and English. crying. <laughs> yeah, which is just correcting his English. I, I have a head He, he literally goes, nobody's ever, like, told me Correct. that before. <laughs> like, everyone just tells him to shut up when he's wrong. I, here, here's what I think, uh, like... I think I, like, this is my headcanon for why Sebastian the Best is just, like, the way he is. Is that, um, imagine you're, like, in first grade, right? And you fill out, like, a math sheet that says, like, 2 plus 2 is 5, 5 plus 5 is 8, and, like, entirely incorrect sheet of paper. And then you get this piece of paper back graded from your teacher, and it just says A plus 100%. 
And imagine if this was your entire academic career. He would mm-hmm. have a completely different worldview from everyone around him. And that probably explains why he was like that in, like, cases one through four is because, like... That is a psychological nightmare. Like, yeah. Imagine that, no like... no wonder he's freaking out. Exactly. Like, imagine everything you knew that was correct was actually a lie set up by your father. And is like... Just... You've been, like, trying to guess word definitions and everyone just tells you you're right no matter what. Like... Exactly. Exactly. It's a wonder he can even speak. I, like, there's a reason this man doesn't have a concept of English, because to him, English is his own language. He made it. <laughs> like, so, like... He's, stum- he's just stumbling around uh, and making his own path <laughs> for, for what, what, what words mean. The best so, path. The, the best path. So, like, now that he's actually, like, in a world where he realizes that, like, oh, yeah, I can be wrong about things. Oh, no, I've been wrong about things. And, like, when you learn the song you've been singing forever, his lyrics are wrong. Darkness imprisoning me, all that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, absolute is it terror or horror? I still don't know. Absolute terror. Uh, it the doesn't point even being, matter at this point. It doesn't even matter at this point. The point being is that like, I it's it's interesting to see like a character who like, it, it has now like achieved full self awareness. It is like, oh, this is what I am to other people. And, and like, the the person to blame for this is not only me, but also my father. Like, he's a fucking menace. Um, I really like Sebastian. Like, Sebastian the Best is somehow the most interesting part of this first half of the case. And he didn't even really kill the president. <laughs> he didn't even kill the president. <laughs> yeah, I don't even care about the president. Like, if Agent Lang cares about the president, I don't care about the president. Who cares? The- I care it's about like Sebastian. watching your younger sibling like figure something out for the first time, and you're yeah. just like, "Ah, I'm proud of you," but also you're still an idiot. Yeah, and like, know. there's the yeah. like a scene where like, um, like, uh, Blaze like leaves the stand and like walks towards Sebastian. Sebastian freaks out, and I'm like, "Buddy, I don't care about anything else. You are going to jail forever." Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. 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 That's it. We like we so like Sebastian. Do we, Sebastian... we want to jump to that scene real quick, like the whole courtroom confrontation between Sebastian and Blaze? Yeah, I just wanted to real quick mention that like Sebastian the Best ran away from after we healed him from the garage. We see him at the Grand Tower again, but then he runs away from us, and then he shows up at the court. So he's been right. somewhere where we don't know, and then he's we running around. Out. He had to have his psychological awakening somewhere real quick. Yeah, true. And we would learn what that is then, because he runs into the courtroom. As you know, the trial is still attempting to be postponed because we need to pick up John Marsh. We we have in the mi- middle here. We've done a little bit of investigation. We think we know where he is at a certain garbage dump, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, that that's happening. Kay and Gumshoe are going to go find him, going to go rescue him. Edward's like, I'll go back to the courtroom and try to postpone things as long as possible. And that's where we get this confrontation between Sebastian and Blaze because Blaze is on stand as a witness in the Patricia case and Sebastian's like well I was supposed to be handling this case in the first place so I'm here to stand uh in court and I found no evidence he's like I went looking for the missing evidence that my dad hid and he threw it away in the garbage I couldn't find it and we get this nice little graphic cut to him crying and digging crying the dump. And, and looking oh, in the poor dump little guy. it's a very good it's a very good image actually um it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, you know, art, art, uh, piece that we get here. But, um, he did find a newspaper and, uh, that is like basically part of the, there's part of the evidence essentially that's, that's going to link blaze to this case because it has an imprint on the newspaper. That is, of course, exactly what blaze's gloves have on it, which is the word the cringe death. gloves. Dude, oh, I, and inside so the paper goofy. is a bell. Imagine your father right, is yes, the one who wants to go shop at Hot Topic, and you want to shop at like Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, good lord! Those are like mechanic gloves. You buy those at like Pepperways or Ace Hardware or something. <laughs> something Spencers. like Spencers. Yeah, Spencers. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, they're like these red and black gloves with flames on them, and then the fingertips have embroidered letters on them that say "Death" on each finger it uh, might as well be a fingerprint 
Like it, it like it is completely like defeating the purpose of wearing gloves during crime. That's basically yeah. what it is without having to bring uh, what's her name in. I'm glad they also Emma for yeah Emma for the fingerprints. They're just like here's the fingerprint, but instead of a fingerprint, it's a letter that you can see. I'm glad they do also mention like oh we're gonna check the dirt samples too and see if those match up because like it's a little circumstantial still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So like Sebastian there, and he actually like he actually like handles the fucking logic. He like calls his dad out and shit. And Miles right. Edgerth is like, "Hey, be strong." And then like he's like, "I don't know if I can." And then Miles is like, "All right, but fucking do it though." And he goes, "Yeah, good point." Yeah, do it. And, your dad. <laughs> and then gets his dad. Um. And then like we uh, we get Blaze the best, and we're like about to fucking call it quits, and Lang busts in and goes, "I'm going to arrest the judge and her son." Because they killed the president. A death that has not mattered for three hours. I think <laughs> arresting a 13-year-old boy is probably the, like, lowest we've gone in terms of, well, it's we definitely arrest- the youngest suspect we've ever. How old was Machi? Machi was, like, 14 or 15, I think. It's yeah, like the they same were a little thing. older. That's but, like, yeah. that's like a, that's that a was one to the, two year dead friend. the lowest point in terms of like, you cannot arrest this child who has a questionable grasp of English in, right. is, <laughs> a, from a different country and is blind, at least as far as you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I na- think 13's our youngest. No, this one's okay. John Marsh can speak uh, our language this time, so, you know. Yeah, okay. He... It all works out. <laughs> it all works out. Now you can arrest him. Um, I, I have to assume that Lang is doing some fucking four-dimensional chess here in order to, like... I don't know. I don't think... <laughs> I, here's my Lang's thing. <laughs> here's my thing. Is that Lang's character development from the previous game is that he learns that he shouldn't just arrest people on a fucking whim. He should gather evidence. But that's and... exactly what he's doing. I know. That's what's pissing instead me off. Instead of just because he's just like, instead of just being like, oh, you're standing here right now. It's your fault. He was just like, you were there last night. So, so it's your fault. So like, I have to assume there are two situations here. One they talk about this Laura like Lang was so saddened by the death of the president that he is reverting back to his bad tendencies so mm-hmm. that is probably why he's acting like game one Lang or two because this pro- has a personal connection to him with his clan clan yeah, yeah. Dad. I'm just like and they I'm keep sitting talking here- about like 12 years ago 12 years ago yeah there's something that happened 12 years yeah. ago 12 and years ago John like- Marsh was born yeah he would have been one Oh yeah, true. Yeah, and I'm also kind of like I don't know. Let's focus on Sebastian, everybody. Let's focus up. <laughs> I don't care about the president. No, he's done. Whatever. He's Sebastian, good. Sebastian DeBass has completed his arc, um, and now we have to arrest uh, mother question mark and her son question mark. Um, Lang, yo, like let the fucking court case finish. Like, why are you gotta fucking step in, man? Yeah, right. Like, it's, been, it's been up. a handful of hours. <laughs> it's like, come on, just let it, just let the gavel hit the fucking pavement. Um, so we have to go. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna start back up in the case, and then we're gonna be like at uh the fucking movie lot with Justin Corney and John Marsh, her son, and then I can't wait for John Marsh to be like, no, that's my sister or some shit like that. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. so uh, something that we kind of also overlooked this case is that like. Gumshoe has a moment of like realization because we we've been like seeing Gumshoe throughout the case and he like keeps running away until like there's a certain point where we see him looking under a taxi. He's crawling on the ground, hiding He's crawling on the a ground. taxi. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. It's very cute. Uh and then he goes, Miles Edgeworth, when you stopped being a prosecutor, I felt like I wasn't a detective anymore. And I didn't know what to do with myself. As soon as he said that, I was like, that's not how that fucking works. And then Gumshoe goes, and that's not how that works. Exactly. (laughs) Thank God, Gumshoe. Gumshoe, though, goes, detectives are not here to investigate for the sole purpose of the prosecutor. Detectives are here to investigate, period. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's your job description. (laughs) (laughs) I broke your job down to the barest essentials. You fucking did it, man. Congrats. And he goes, great, here's the information I learned. And I'm just like, oh, shit, I didn't think you'd be helpful. Okay. Um, yeah, he, he helps us out. You know, he, 
he provides information that then helps out to find John, you know? True. Um, so, like, Gumshoe got, like, a, a, like, a little tiny miniature character arc that was kind of overshadowed by Sebastian's character arc. It's because Gumshoe didn't cry as hard. If he cried never harder... never got the fucking young Gumshoe sprite. They took it from us. <laughs> <laughs> if we had one Gumshoe... Had, crime. When he had one less spike in his hair. Uh, right. <laughs> dude, when he's, like, 60, he's gonna be, like, a porcupine up there, isn't he? <laughs> he's like Phoenix. He's like... Except for the front. <laughs> except for the front. Um, so, like, I... It's strange to describe how I feel about this case, because a lot of this case has stuff that I love, the Sebastian the Best arc. Uh, mm -hmm. I love seeing Will Powers again, because that's great. He's, he's a chill guy. Uh, right. there's a funny bit where, Edgeworth um... Edgeworth likes to see it, him, too. Yeah, there's a bit where you talk to Will Powers and uh, Miles Edgeworth is like, so, uh, are y'all making a new Steel Samurai? And Will Powers <laughs> is like, ooh, can't And Miles say. is pissed. <laughs> but Miles then goes, but he didn't outright deny it. <laughs> Galaxy brain. I know the answer. Yep, he understands how PR works. <laughs> he understands how PR works. So he's he's excited for the new Steel Samurai. He does not care he's about Mujilla. He's seen him enough that Will should just be like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Imagine that, like, Will Powers, like, goes home one day, and there's, like, a, a wonderful written letter, handwritten by Miles, that just be like, Dear Mr. Powers, thank you for your assistance in the case today. Uh, as a as a warrior of Neo-Old Tokyo, I am glad to know you as well, or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking... And also, this letter never happened. It will burn after reading. <laughs> Please respond and sign in very large print. <laughs> I can't believe that the uh, Steel Samurai spoilers leak got uh, deleted off of Reddit uh, because they because, you know, because the global studios came down hard. They brought the hammer down to find out the leaks for the latest, you know, Steel Samurai movie. And they were just like, nope, this subreddit can't exist anymore. We got to get rid of this shit. So they, sub they subpoenaed Reddit, you know, and said, get this out of here. When I saw the image of the Steel Samurai at the White Church, I knew that there was something going on. And I, as a true fan, mm -hmm. knew that this was a fan reek production. <laughs> we're referencing two different Reddit incidences here is what we're doing, but yes. hey, you know, um, if you know the deep lore. Yeah, I know. Miles Edgeworth absolutely a mod on the Steel Samurai Reddit. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, no. <laughs> that one gotcha. Okay. That's upsetting, but it's true. Um... So this case had like a lot of twists and turns, a lot of character development, uh, too few, too few many save points, and quite possibly the most egregious age gap I've ever seen. Um, but I, I still kind of liked it. Like I'm still interested in what the fuck is gonna happen. I'm just like, I mean, we're not done. So yeah, we yeah, got, we're not done. We plenty of case ahead of us. I'm just like, why <laughs> was just the about halfway? I just feel like the front half of the case was so like. We're starting off the, with the president's death, and then we're not going to talk about it for three hours. We've got other shit to do. And it's like... We've got yeah. other shit to tie together from shit that happened earlier in the game. Yeah. And I'm like, is this... Is this good? Like, is it, this I, I have to... I have to assume <laughs> the second half of the case is just, like, going to be completely president-based, right? I mean, we have a decent amount of... I don't know. Like, it feels like the arc of the way that this case is set up anyway i mean maybe i could be wrong once we get to the second half but so far like the sebastian arc and and the rescuing john marsh kind of bit that all kinds of neatly ties together i feel like you could have where we ended you could have like done like a the grand turnabout part one and the grand turnabout part two within the game and divided up into two cases you know yeah uh, and just maybe section them off just a smidge more right like and have instead, you know, some, I'm sure there's some ways that you could just slightly tweak the story to make them feel a little bit more, uh, you know, con self-contained, uh, if you would do that. But who knows, maybe I, my mind will change once I play the second half and I'm like, oh, actually all that stuff, you know, was really good foreshadowing and it all fits together. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it's often the case with a lot of Ace Attorney games is, you know, they want to go big for their final case. Ace Attorney Investigations has had longer cases than almost any other game in the series. So it kind of just plays out that way that this final case is a massive one. But, you know, if you split it up into two, maybe that's good marketing. 
this game has six cases instead of the normal five, right? <laughs> oh, one for uh, uh, each Pokemon. Um, I'm sorry. Whenever I think, whenever I think about the, all right, let me let me be clear. I'm gonna follow this up. Every time I think about the number six, I always think about Pokemon because you have six Pokemon in your party. It is that is just how the thread of my mind works. I hear the number six, I think about Pokemon. That's just how it works. Okay, oh, I'm like that with like every video game and the number three. Why the number three? Because everything's done in thirds. Oh yeah, fair. Um. Three pieces of the Triforce, three crystals before you can turn into an adult. Yeah, that's just the threat of my... Alright, now that I've defended my, like, six Pokemon link, let's leave this door. I'm closing this door. Leave your weird number things in the comments. (laughs) 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 Hey, man, if you ever think about the number 12, tell us why. (laughs) Tell us your your relationship with numbers. (laughs) What's your least... To most favorite number. Yeah. <laughs> Let make sure I list all of them. We 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 <laughs> every promise that this is relevant to Ace Attorney. <laughs> so so um yeah. Uh I guess Rose, did you have any other strong like concluding thoughts here for, for this first half then? Uh, I mean I was as predicted, extremely enchanted with the Sebastian. I liked him already. I had a feeling we were going somewhere good with it, and I was just hoping that it wasn't going to be too bad. Um, and it was lovely. Um, I really liked that. I don't really care about anything else, but I guess we're still going to solve the case. They're going to drag you kicking and screaming into the rest of it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't really like. Um, I don't really like John. I don't think milk he's intended to be of... super. Yeah, I know yeah. so much calcium. It's so you like genre? I feel like you would though. Actually, it's not really that much calcium in milk. It's literally just that's way too much milk for your body to consume at once. Yeah, he's chugging milk. <laughs> Do not a drink a gallon of milk in in one sitting. You will yeah. literally become sick. It's nasty. Um, I'll see. Maybe they'll make him better, but. Eh. Um, yeah, I went, it was too long. It ran too long. There was some instances of, like, flashing back to what had just happened five seconds ago. There was a little Mm -hmm. bit of, like, just randomly connecting pieces of logic together and hoping you get the right logical connection. Um, Yeah, there were some things that even Ira was like, okay, that's a stretch. Yeah, some stretches... For sure, um, you know that combined with uh, how long everything was taking, it's just sort of like, Ugh. but it yep. for me it was worth it. The with the payoff with uh, Sebastian and getting to like be the mentor character for him in court. Yeah, they stuck the landing with that whole segment. Yeah, they really did. I liked that, uh, and I I love to think that there would be more of that in the second half of the case. But I'm not going to get my hopes up. There definitely is a bit of, um, like, teasing out, it seems like, with this mastermind character, right? Like, they definitely like seem to be Dogen, going... right? Like, it's... They're like somebody who's in our midst, like, is kind of how they do it. Because they do that bit with uh, Nicole, right? Mm-hmm. The only the... reason I don't think it's Dogen rose is because he is a hired assassin there's somebody else involved above him and by above him i mean just paying him to do what he's doing yeah i guess and I the found same him like with, a little the same with uh the killer yeah i found him kind of boring it wasn't like like shelly where i was like oh this is fun you're kind of a wacky guy Right. Um, he's in this case he keeps too, showing by the way. up with his with the ice cream yeah. cone he's this like... time he's selling cotton candy he was here the whole time apparently last he's... case yeah he's like oh well I'm gonna I'm looking for the guy who pay... who hired me <laughs> if I get him first I'm gonna kill him basically yep. but I figured uh, if you know we'll help each other out if, we, if you find something out I'll be spying on you so I'll find something out so keep working on it and I'm I like think... okay I think it is totally possible that, like, President hired Shelly the Killer to kill the President. 
Because, like, mm. what what's a cool way to, like, fucking establish... The real, the real president of Zhang Fa, who was replaced with kind of a shitty body double 12 years ago, is the mastermind behind everything. That's my I mean, prediction. We're definitely mm. going to get, like, a third act reveal, right? Like, we're definitely getting, like, there's going to be another person coming in and be like, oh, by the way... I masterminded everything. I'm the fucking bishop and the, uh, the I'm the king of the chess. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, gonna be like, "There's only one king here. And it's me." Uh, <laughs> go off, king. <laughs> go off, king. Uh, I'm just like, I'm kind of flabbergasted at how like little the fucking murder case actually mattered in the first half of this case. Like, we did a lot of shit that was just like. Well, he was already dead, and Sebastian and John were still alive, so we had to focus on them first. It just felt like... <laughs> because the... he's not going to get, like, more dead. The president just felt like a side quest in this first half. Like, it, the main quest was finding Sebastian and John. Uh, right. I think, uh... uh I, I can't even predict. Des, didn't we make, like, a bet last podcast about, like, oh yeah, I think the person who kidnapped Kay at night was Shelly the Killer? I don't remember. I remember making a bet, but I don't remember what the bet was. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> We've already forgotten the bet. I'd have to go back and I love check this for the us. recording. We're geniuses. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> one of us owes the other a dollar. I think it's me who owes Des a dollar. That's, I that's, don't remember. Yeah, was, it, me... was it that Shelly the Killer and Dogen were going to go at each other? Uh, my... My f- assassin fight's looking a lot more likely. Assassin fight is looking a lot more likely. The fact that Dogen escaped prison... And he's like, yeah, he got out. I was like, damn, dude, you could have brought the boxer with you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let Jailbird out. <laughs> let Jailbird out. Fuck, dude. I mean, you kind of get the feeling that Token could have left whenever he wanted to, right? Absolutely. Like, I mean, he did. Out. The second Patricia was not there, he, that man just rolled out. He's like, all right, I have no more fun here. I don't get to, I don't get to annoy a lady with weasels. I can go home now. <laughs> right. <laughs> What You're the free. Fuck? <laughs> the, the, the new prison warden was not, uh, you know, listening to him, and uh, when he was trying to like puppet master everything, so he was like, "Ah, I need. I'll I, just leave. I need I'm the. Good. I need the Batman to my Joker. I need." I... <laughs> that was their relationship. You think? Uh... I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. I don't know, man. Um, I'm just like. Uh, so yeah, they kept throwing shit uh, at us, and then Dogen was one of them. And I was like, oh my god, I don't care. I don't care about Dogen. Everyone is here. Everyone, Everyone is, here. is here, except for jail, jail, a Baldur. Yeah, Jailbird. Uh, Desi, did you have any last thoughts about this case as well? This first half, my brain is swimming right now. So much stuff going on, and trying to remember so much stuff that happened because everything is there for a purpose. And I know Ace Attorney likes to tie all of it together with a really big bow. So I'm like, what seemingly unimportant thing happened that is actually super important? We have a lot of crap in our uh, evidence uh, bullet Four journal right pages. now. Yeah, yeah, so much. There's a lot, a lot going on in there. So much. I need you to come shoot, come take some of it away from me. I know for some people, that's like a lot of the excitement that they get out of Ace Attorney is being able to be like, oh yeah, I remember that happening, and I remember this happening, and things fall into place, but right now I feel like I'm floating in fucking the in-between worlds of not knowing what's going on. The evidence wagon is so full, and you are getting lost in the sauce of evidence. Lost in the sauce of evidence. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I... I really do hope that for this case, we get a nice resolution for uh, kind of the killing of the president. Uh, I agree with everybody, you know, about the body double theory. I think that's absolutely what's happening there. Um, I'm not sure who this mastermind is. We noticed that the talking style on the uh, audio, like when they call, you know, Justine's phone and Edgeworth picks up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, talking style they use a lot of you knows and uh you see and that's how blaze talks right blaze uses you know and you see uh, a lot in his dialogue so that matches up there it feels a little too easy for it to be blaze that's too like that's too many red 
it's too red pat, hands. right? It, it, fe- it feels like a red herring almost, yeah. you know? Um, so I'm not sure. That's, that's just that's, like I the language that, somebody who feels like they can use when they feel like they're above somebody. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, but uh, they've intentionally brought back uh, a whole bunch of characters, and we have like 20 characters, you know, floating around in this case. So it's also easy enough for them to just say like one of them was was the killer. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I I think the highlight really is the Sebastian stuff in here. I think that was really compelling, and it was it was pretty fun. Uh, the doing the mind chest with him, and then having the confrontation in the courtroom, like all of that was very satisfying, and and really fun to see. And like Sebastian got his own brand new song, his own track that dropped as well. He did uh, in the courtroom. His, he he his got his objection theme. theme yeah. You know, yeah, so, so cute. He did such so a that good was, job. That was nice. Um, and that's something I really, really like. Ace Attorney has a really strong musical identity. And so anytime the game says, you know what? No, we're going to put a brand new song in case five that you're only going to hear like twice, maybe, right? Just to make this moment land. And they do that more as the game series goes on. And I really like that. And I, I'm really glad that they, they did that here because it uh, it helps. You know, to to take his his theme that we heard before, but now redo it in a cooler, you know, more badass way. Uh, and I, to really, like, I liked his theme before too. Like the sort of dopey, like twinkly music was very funny. Yeah. Um. And it, you know, it it was good. They did a good job. I'm really happy with it. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. If it the case ends here, oh well. At least I got something good out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no. Right. There's no. Ace Attorney Investigation 3, so. Yeah, this was definitely, now that the way that things are going here, this definitely feels like it was kind of conceived and orchestrated as a duology. Like, the fact that, that we had the smuggling ring stuff come from game one to game two and everything, you know, there there feels like it was from the start that they really kind of planned it out, you know, at the very least, to be two games. Um so I, I would need to do some more reading on uh, with some interviews with the creators like after we're done with the game, uh, which I haven't done yet just to avoid spoilers. Uh, but um, after the fact, I want to look into that and see how much they, they thought about it as a duology from the start. Or if they did one and then they were like, well, we're only going to get to do one more. So let's wrap it all up in the second one, you know, and kind of approached it that way instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Well, that is the first half of Case 5 then. And uh, next week we will be wrapping, or two weeks from now, excuse me, we will be wrapping up uh, the end of this case and the end of Ace Attorney Investigations 2. And this... The fan train. This, folks, is also the final 2D Ace Attorney case that we will be playing in this series. Oh. After this, Uh everything jumps... the. 3d so yeah phoenix right versus layton is 3d and games five six and the great ace attorney are all in 3d uh so say farewell to our wonderful sprites and the animations that they've done here uh, because we will be we'll be moving on to the third dimension soon as since we're leaving two dimension the second dimension uh a lot of hearts running sprite is the funniest shit I've ever seen. In oh my yeah, life. that's so. <laughs> and I'd like to, good. I'd like to specifically bid farewell to that running animation. It is very good. It is. She, she was fucking moving. She was schmoving. She was, she was <laughs> truly yep. the definition of schmoving. That's Tiago's yeah. word of the week. We're <laughs> like word word of the month. Yeah, I've been saying that for a long. I mean, that's like one of my new words, right? Schmoving. Schmoving's good. Um, so, all right. Any last thoughts? Otherwise, I'm gonna do the outro. Uh, but so by the time you hear this uh, recording, it the eShop will be closed down, which means the only possible you were too late. You are too late. Rest in peace. <laughs> we should have done more announcements about this, but like, rest in peace to 3ds eShop. Uh, the only way to play or. Uh, to play the last th- the 3DS games would be to find someone on the internet and then wake up and then you have the game. How how you get from point A to point B is up to you, intrepid listener. Right. Um, 
Also, you can just watch the YouTube uploads that we do. Yep, we're still going to be doing the Let's Plays. So you can follow the show on Twitter at Ace Attorney Pod. You can follow us on co-host Ace Attorney and are on our website, updatedautopsy.report. This will keep you up to date on the latest episodes as well as the uploads on YouTube of Desi and Iroh and I playing through the game. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Yotsaben and on co-host under Yotsaben. Desi, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter at Yes, this is Des, but if somebody finds a better social media platform, let me know. I'm so mm-hmm. tired of starting over on social media. <laughs> uh, and Tiago? You can find me at Tiago Estusra on various social media platforms. Uh, I gotta, like, take one day and just, like, fucking, um, just fucking, uh, I'll fix all that. Yeah, at Tiago Estusra, you'll find me. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. Rebranding? No, just like, I gotta switch my other socials so that is also at Tiago S. Dutra. So I can just say at Tiago S. Dutra, you know what I mean? On it, right. Yeah, on everything. Yeah. Mine's Rose? usually despondence, oh. but that gets taken. Yeah. Got taken on Twitter. <laughs> well, you can just <laughs> switch right, to I... all yes, this D- is death, right? Oh, we keep interrupting really the fucking... <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to let Rose plug her shit. <laughs> hey, you can find me at Rose Nonsense wherever there are ad symbols. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you will rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, next episode, we will be playing the second half of the fifth and final case of Ace Attorney Investigations 2, The Grand Turnabout. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.